Hello and welcome to our review of Cobra Kai Season 1 here at Top of the List. Uh, I'm Dom and I'm here with my co-host Ryan RB. Uh, we're going to be discussing Season 1, now available on Netflix along with Season 2. Uh, Ryan just finished his first watch through of Season 1 of Cobra Kai and um, I watched it uh, for the second time, gave it a uh, rewatch along with him and we just kind of have been discussing it and wanted to put our thoughts on our channel. So uh, I think we should just start it right off, Ryan, um, with what, what were your thoughts on your first watch of, for Cobra Kai season one? Yeah, I was a huge fan of this show. Um, I remember seeing the, uh, the promos for the show when it was first coming out on YouTube TV. Uh, I didn't know how to feel about, the, uh, about it. I'm a huge fan of, uh, of The Karate Kid. We talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. A uh, great, great movie, great childhood nostalgia, and I didn't know if I would like, uh, you know, uh, something set thirty years in the future with, you know, the same actors, uh, of course, William Zabka and uh, and Ralph Macchio, uh, and you know, I gave it a try because they put it on Netflix and because you and your dad uh, had recommended it to me, and I was very pleasantly surprised. I really, really enjoyed this series. I love what they're doing with it. You know, they really pick it up right from where uh, the Karate Kid left off. And, you know, there's some, some snippets from the Karate Kid Part 2 and the other Karate Kid films, but primarily focusing on the original Karate Kid. And, uh, you know, you get some great backstory to, uh, to Johnny Lawrence, uh, who is, you know, our, our antagonist in, uh, in the Karate Kid. You get some awesome looks into the life of Daniel LaRusso and how his life played out uh, post the All-Valley Tournament. Uh, really, really a great, great show. I enjoy it. I'm going to give you a score right now. Uh, I give this this uh, this series an eight and a half out of ten, so a little bit below the film. I don't think it was quite the quality of the film, but still very, very enjoyable. All right, high praise from you, Ryan. Here, uh, so I think maybe should we just try to go through first our positives and then our negatives, or do you want to go vice versa? No, that sounds great. Let's oh. let's dive right in. Okay, so I think. But before we get going, what yeah. I, I want to hear hear your score. Oh yeah, my score. Um, I'm kind of hopping back and forth between an eight and a half and a nine. I feel like some of the best moments in this show reach the level of the movie, you know. And I gave the movie a nine, so I kind of want to put them on even ground there in that aspect. But then again, there's a few characters that I think are just kind of like side characters, and they don't add to anything. Kind of like the original movie in some ways too, but um, I, I I don't know. There's just a few. I think you you said it best. There's just a few things they go a little too far into the corny aspect of it, yeah. And yeah. Um, that maybe is what knocks it down just a little tiny bit. But it's, you know, it's still great. If you're a fan of Karate Kid, this is a must see. It's Absolutely. the best follow up you can possibly get. Even better than like the actual Karate Kid two and three. You know, um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed this show. Um, I'll, I guess I'll just list off a few of the things that I enjoyed. Um, William Zapka is probably the best part of this show. Yeah. Uh, his performance is absolutely awesome. He really gives a lot of depth. And I think you mentioned it as one of your favorite parts, Ryan, is they give a lot of background to the characters in absolutely. this one that we didn't get from the original series. And uh, I like how it fills in those gaps. That's probably one of the best parts for Karate Kid fans of this. Is it fills in some of the gaps that, you know, maybe you questions you had that were unanswered from the original films. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree with you there. I love the backstory and getting to see, even though we don't actually see, you know, Johnny and Daniel grow up, 
we get, you know, from anecdotes that are told uh, either to, you know, Johnny's uh, students at Cobra Kai Dojo or between exchange between Johnny and Daniel. You know, we get to hear about how they grew up. We learn a lot about these characters, which we don't necessarily have in Karate Kid. And I think you may have even uh, knocked Karate Kid, if I'm not mistaken, in our review of Karate Kid for that reason, that you didn't really have a backstory for Johnny. He was just kind of this You're asshole, right. uh, you know, who was really good at karate. Um, but yeah, no, it's great in the backstory. That's definitely my favorite part of this. And uh, so I would say that. And then, of course, playing on the nostalgic piece, I love that it's the same actors. I mean, I love that it's uh, Ralph Macchio and William Zabka. I love their other cameo performances. Of course, we get, and I'm not remembering the actress's name now, but we get Daniel's mother. Um, she's she back comes back. In this. Uh, we definitely, I love the flashback sequences where we see Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi, uh, right. where we see uh, Daniel Sensei, uh, I'm sorry, Johnny Sensei in Cobra Kai, of course. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen season one yet. We see that he's still around and he comes back in that big uh, see, uh, scene in the season finale. Uh, Sensei John, John Cleese, right? John Cleese, yeah. Cleese, there we go. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so... Uh, really excited to see where they go with season two, but definitely that would be my favorite part of this show is it definitely plays on the nostalgia piece of the original Karate Kid film, uh, which I love because I love that that show and I, I love that film and I love that it picks up right where it left off. So I kind of been thinking about a few questions that would be great, good for us to talk about um, in our review and and one of those would be like, I know you don't like to remember specific episodes, so that's cool if you can't. But um, I, I know that there's a lot of great moments in this, uh, in this uh, first season here. Uh, a lot of standout moments. Um, yeah, for me, I kind of categorized it into like, there's, there's this one particular episode that I think is really fantastic. Um, and then I think that's episode five, okay. um, which is, you know, kind of the halfway point. It's the turning point for this. And I think that's the episode that ends with Daniel finally putting back the headband back on. If I'm correct, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that's the right episode, right? The number. I, I think that that's four or five. Yeah. And yeah. Then what was powerful, even more powerful about that episode, because I think that's the episode where he goes and visits Mr. Miyagi's grave. That's what and I was going to say. Yeah. Is, is dedicated to Pat Morita, who passed exactly. away. I want to say 2004, 2005. Uh, I didn't look. I, I, yeah, he, yeah. He passed away. Um, it was it was sort of untimely. I think it was from it was like a liver failure or something like that. Uh, you know, gone too soon, definitely, and would have, you know, loved to see him involved in a project like this, but right. definitely a powerful sequence there, because I'm sure Pat Morita and uh, and Ralph Macchio built up a great friendship and relationship when creating these films, because they were yeah. in uh, the, the Karate Kid 2 and 3 as well together. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like one of my favorite moments. Uh, I, I, I also want to just point out, I love how the way each episode ends with a huge punch you know, like kind of gives you a jolt of excitement, like, you know, yeah. seeing the Daniel put on the the headband and do the karate and have the music, the original song play mm -hmm. for him. Like, that's a big moment. Then then the one after that, you you find out, I think it's episode six, where you see Johnny's history with his stepdad and him first coming across the Cobra Kai studio. That's another big standout episode for me. I really feel like maybe, you know, episodes one, two and three, they're following the formula, kind of building towards what we think we want, you know. And then um, I think 
episodes four all the way to the finale really deliver well in terms of a lot of surprises, subverting a few expectations, and then, you know, kind of yeah. a bittersweet ending there at the end. But, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, that whole episode, you know, five and six in particular, right, for me, are, are really, really great, especially at the end where uh, they you get, we get the great uh, – you know, is there fear in this dojo? And then he's asking all the students, you know, and we get the big reveal when we finally meet Hawk for the yes. first time. Yes. And what a great character. I know he's one of your favorites. He's definitely one of mine. Oh, absolutely. The, the transition is unreal from, yeah. I remember the first scene we see him, um, Miguel is sitting down for lunch with, with Hawk and with, uh, Dimitri. Uh, with Dimitri, thank you. And, you know, Hawk won't even say hi. He's so shy. He says, yeah, he doesn't talk much. To You know, the transition to what kind of character we get with him is awesome. Um, yeah, great I, character I think, arc. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, a character in there that I feel like could have just been, you know, sort of a side character, but definitely takes on uh, his own subplot within the story, which I love. He's, he's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, I do also want to, you know, and I, I think this is true of just about every show you watch out there, but, you know, give praise to episodes nine and 10, you know, the season finale and the preseason finale where we finally get that emotional pull. We have, yeah. you know, Daniel and Johnny finally sort of bonding. Uh, you know, they have that great sequence where they're in the bar, you know, Johnny's drinking a beer. Or yeah, even, the or yeah. like, that's cool too. But, or even before that, how intense was it when, Johnny just shows up on the motorcycle. He's like, you're at my house now. And they're just, they're just like right there. They're about to fight each other. Yeah. And then the boy has to break it up. It's great when the sun comes out first and he goes, whoa, dad's going to kick his ass or something like that. Little <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, uh, for me, he was one of the negatives for me because he's kind of annoying. You know, he's kind of an I, asshole. I agree. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, we talked about this a lot. Maybe that transitions us nicely into the negatives. Mm -hmm. Uh we had talked about this before. I think one of my big flaws with this film is, or with this uh, series, I'm sorry, is mm. I really don't like Daniel LaRusso. I uh. think, uh, I think he takes Robbie under his wing and, you know, sort of raises him as a son, but we so quickly forget that he has his own two kids. And I mean, definitely it seems his, his daughter, Sam, right? Is that correct? Mm. Correct. Uh, yeah. That he sort of just, he, he gives up on her when she's not interested in karate, but he doesn't even, he seems to just have given up on his son, like from minute one in the film, you know, he's just kind of, <laughs> kind of there for comic relief. I mean, I Pretty like much. some of his snappy, you know, one lines, like there's a scene where they're at the country club and it's the two kids and he's like, my dad, my dad owns buildings. Well, my dad owns cars. Well, my dad has more money than your dad. Well, my dad knows karate and can kill your dad. And I'm yeah. like, that's, that's funny. That's yeah. great. But you know, we never see like a great moment between Daniel and his son. And yet he has these great bonding moments with, uh, with Robbie. Like he has no kids and he's like raising Robbie as his own, which, which kind of didn't sit right with me. It's like, hmm. you have no right to judge the parenting of Johnny Lawrence when you don't really have a hold on your own family. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you're right. You're right in that aspect. Uh, and, but then again, I kind of get that this, this wasn't, that's not really the point of the show. It's if, if the, the show was just a retread of what we saw, you know, where Daniel is the good guy, he's everything he does is the right move, and he's kind of the underdog, and then, you but, know, but eventually is becomes he? victorious. Is he? I would not say that about Daniel LaRusso's character in this, and I think that... No, no, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, exactly, is that if it was him just, you know, 
being the good guy that made all the right decisions like he was when we remember from our nostalgic mm. memory of the original Karate Kid. They had to mix it up in this season. So that's why I kind of like that aspect that you're kind of calling on, that he has flaws. He makes some wrong decisions. He, makes, he has some poor judgments, and that's what it's all about. He has to find balance in this. That's what I like a lot about that particular episode five. It was about him finding balance, and then, you know, that's kind of the main draw of the series, too, is when everything is kind of all out of whack, and, you know, at, like at the end, after they bond with the drinking, like you said in that one episode, mm-hmm. they go to the bar, and they drive in the Challenger, and yeah. um, then they come back, but... Johnny finds out he's been training his own son, Robbie. And then, you know, Daniel finds out that Robbie is Johnny's son. And there's all that great tension there. And I thought that was really great. And that kind of leads us into the finale. So that's kind of one of the other questions I had for you, Ryan. Let me just give you these two questions here. First of all, what did you think of the finale? How did you feel about the outcome, about the, you know, the conclusion, the solution to this season? And um, I also want you to think about – Maybe while you're talking about the finale, you can remember what's your favorite song from this soundtrack? Because there was a lot of great gems on this season. Yeah, I'll definitely have to think about that second yeah. and give it uh, give it uh, some thought. But I would definitely say starting off with uh, your question for how I felt in the finale. I mean, the answer is conflicted, and I think yeah. that's how the show is supposed to make you feel. Uh, you know, yeah. you're rooting for for Miguel. Yeah. Miguel has, you know, sort of had his ass handed to him from the minute he's moved to the Valley from Just Riverside. like Daniel. Yeah, just like Daniel. Absolutely. Uh, now, you feel for him, and he's been pushed so far. He's been trained by Johnny. And, you know, I think quite honestly, what he does isn't necessarily wrong. He exploits a weakness that he spotted. But this is once again why I don't necessarily agree with Daniel. I don't think that... Miguel did anything wrong in the All Valley Tournament to give, get the beef that Daniel gave to Johnny about training him poorly. I thought he fought a fair fight. He saw a weakness and he exploited it. It was not like the sweep the leg, which was an illegal move in the Karate Kid that we saw Johnny do on, uh, on Daniel. And it was not like what Hawk did in, in his semifinal bout where he goes and, you know, blindsides uh, – Robbie and yeah. you know those are illegal moves right and and I think that Johnny showed remorse for those you know he went and he grabbed his fighter and checked on Robbie you know he was sent away by the referee but you know I think those were the right the right things to do and I think Miguel just fought the way he was taught I don't think he did anything wrong and I think Johnny just taught him the way he was taught you know I don't think Johnny is necessarily an antagonist in this one but I'm conflicted because Daniel makes Johnny feel like a dick. And I don't know if I, yeah. who I side with in this. You're, you're absolutely right. You made a great point to me in, in this earlier in the show, you know, about balance. And that's what it's all about. I don't think Johnny's in the right. I don't think Daniel's in the right. It's somewhere in the middle. And I, I'm really excited to see where season two goes. That was my other flaw with the show. And I know it's, it's true of most of these series. Series are becoming shorter and shorter. I felt it was too short. I felt there was there were a lot of storylines I wish that were touched on in season one that were not. I wanted to see more of, you know, what happened with Sam and between Sam and Robbie or Sam and uh, Sam and Miguel. I wanted to know more about how Robbie's transition and how he decided to enter the, the karate tournament on his own because before that he was sort of just a lone wolf. 
you know, there were, there were things that I wish were touched on that were not. So I'm really excited to start season two this week and figure out where they go with those. Yeah, absolutely. Here's, you know, hoping that season two kind of touches on the strengths that we are pointing out and, you know, maybe they kind of account for some of the weaknesses as well. Um, so I think we both are kind of on the same wavelength as far as this season goes, uh, giving it a very similar score. Yeah. So eight and a half for you, Ryan, probably an eight and a half for me as well. Uh, but definitely we recommend go out and watch this one. You know, it's, what do you think about it being at, you know, number one on Netflix for the last week or so, just because it's gotten a lot of, uh, gotten a lot of popular, uh, popularity out there. Yeah, I think Netflix played this perfectly by releasing the karate, the first three Karate Kid films last month, get people to reminisce and remember how good those films were, or at least the first one was, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, get them excited for this. And I think just about everyone who had watched Karate Kid in their childhood or gave it a first try when it was on Netflix this past month was excited to see this. And, uh, you know, YouTube TV a little bit more, I wouldn't say restricted, but not quite as popular as, as a Netflix. Uh, so definitely getting it on Netflix and letting more and more people experience the show was a great move. And uh, really excited to see what season two has to bring. And then season three coming out soon as well, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to probably be dropping a trailer pretty soon. If not already, I, I haven't really searched to see if there's a trailer for season three yet. I will oh, answer that last question. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say. Favorite song. Your, I was just song? thinking about it. Uh, I think it was... The sequence right at the intro of uh, episode, I want to say seven or eight, it's, uh, I think it's set to Queens, I Want It All, and it's uh, Robbie in the skate park working, and he just keeps on wiping out in this bowl, and you're like, what is this guy doing? I thought he was a great skateboarder, and he had great balance, but you see he's trying to get that two-footed kick. He's trying to balance on the one hand and get the two-footed kick, which he finally pulls off in that karate sequence. The final karate scene, the whole All-Valley Tournament scene is a, is a work of art as yeah. well. You know, we talked about how well that was executed in the original Karate Kid film, but that whole sequence is really, really That's well what's done. really surprising and special about this finale, in my opinion, is that they were actually able to pull it off. They duplicated yeah. that kind of excitement that you feel at the end of the original Karate Kid. If you know, not, I had butterflies, butterflies in my stomach. more. I, I want to follow yeah. up that there was no, we had we had connections to more than just one fighter there. You know, we, had we were rooting for, for both sides. We were rooting for, uh, for Miguel. We were rooting for, Oh, why am I forgetting her name? Sam's friend. Who, Alicia. Who, Alicia. Yeah. So we're, and we're, Robbie too, because he got it. He's for, kind of like, yeah, a for Robbie. and we even, you know, sort of, I mean, it was a, a brief moment in character, but the, the kid from Topanga with the crazy mom, <laughs> we're even following him. It was last year's champion. Xander. Xander. Yes. And he, I love, we got to end the hatred and yeah. you know, the, the, the war on, on hatred. Let's all have a it. moment of silence and then yes. the guy takes the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, back yeah. to the All-Valley Finals. <laughs> yes. He was funny too. I like with the badass name for a dojo, yeah. Cobra Kai. And they come in with the entrance. Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah, it was cool. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of great moments. And um, oh, yeah. as, as far as uh, like the the music goes mm-hmm. I, I have to admit i watched a couple episodes of season two already and there's one that tops anything in season one so far it was just an open the intro to an episode and mm-hmm. it has to do with uh johnny's car that's all i'll say but it's really freaking awesome and the music they play is, is probably the best i've seen in the show right. so far but Looking i do have to, to say it. that uh 
I like whenever they uh, like specifically the cafeteria fight. I feel like that's probably the best orchestrated fight of the of the show. That's not the finale. I mean, the finale is just so incredible. Uh, I mean, that one's great. I also love Robbie with the the sort of thugs that he's been working for when they're trying to that's you know get too. him to help him break into Larusso automobile, and he he goes and he, he you know using what Daniel had taught him. You know, it's very defensive. He's he's not throwing punches like we see Miguel or you know, hitting them with the tray and he's, everything is defensive and, you know, letting them come to you like Daniel reiterates in the all Valley tournament when the final fight with Miguel, you know, just let him come to you. You don't need to attack. Let him come to you and the points will come. Yeah. And, you know, while we're on it, just another couple of great Robbie moments, seeing him train like Daniel trained back in the day. And then Daniel feeling he's like, ah, this is the best part when he's just handing him all the torches. Like, I thought you were going to teach me karate. What's yeah, all this, this bullshit, bullshit about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was really great. And then yeah. of course in the finale, probably my favorite Robbie moment was seeing him actually pull off the one hand, two feet yeah. kick. And that was really okay. awesome. Awesome scene. But I want to say an even better scene, uh -huh. Miguel, First fight he's in, oh, and he goes my train. God. Oh, and he looked at like they're just looking right yeah. at, yeah, mm -hmm. they're looking yeah. at each other. Johnny and Daniel just looking at each other, and he smirks at him. Yep, it's just so like, awesome. That the was so cool. First move, I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm glad you remembered that. That is probably one of the best moments in the show. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, without a doubt. All right then. So I think we've said about all we could on this. Uh, like we said, next week we're going to be dropping season two as soon as Ryan and I finish season two of Cobra Kai. Let you know what we think about that. So watch along with us. You know, we told you about season one. So go ahead and move right on to season two with us and we'll come back and convene for our thoughts then. Um, Ryan, uh, do you want to talk about any other programming that we have coming up or do you want to just take us out? No, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll go season two of Cobra Kai, uh, drop it probably around a week from today. Uh, otherwise, we'll, we'll keep, uh, you know, keep our nose in the, uh, in the Netflix files and the other streaming services and come back with, uh, with more great content for you, the viewers at home. So uh, without further ado, you know, my name's Ryan Barnett or RB. You can find me on Instagram at RB underscore the underscore S-I-D. Uh, my co-host Dom. Dom, you want to take us out? Yeah, I'm Dom. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DomGonzalez48, D-O-M-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-S 48. Uh, feel free to contact us on there if you have any constructive criticism or ideas for other episodes we can do. Um, of course, if you're listening to our podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcast services, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, leave us a nice review, give us five stars, maybe even leave a comment if that's available. Uh, and of course, on YouTube, you can leave a comment and subscribe to the channel and like the video if you enjoyed. Um, with that said, see you guys next week. Later.